That's my do. answer to all those people who are like, I don't like Blazing Hot. Do you like negative 55? I'll take Blazing Hot. I thought so. Thank you. It's, the, right, ones who go, right. it's the ones who go, you know, that negative 55 you. isn't so bad. And I'm like, you people are crazy. Saying that 55 is bullshit. Are you crazy? It will kill you. It will literally kill you. Um, yeah, I mean, they, it, there's a thing they call hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's no way to die, man. That's no way to die. I'm sorry. I don't want to die like that. I don't want to die knowing I'm freezing. That's the, the other fear is dying underwater. I don't want to die underwater either. Hmm. You know, I mean, I just and move you know, away from certain, Lake Michigan. Certain... Yeah. Huh? yeah, good thing you do. Good, good thing you live near a lake. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm not that near a lake. But you know, I'm, yeah. But you're right. I am near a lake, but I'm not that near a lake. Not like those people who live there on Lakeshore Drive, you know, and and you know, they just watch the stuff going in and out, and then you're thinking, I'm in a building. Yep. The waves are coming over the edge. One of these days, they're going to go across, and it has happened where the water has gone across Lakeshore Drive, and it's going to undo the foundation of one of those buildings, and those buildings, I'm so afraid they're going to topple, you know, yeah, but wow. who knows, but it's just, it's just scary, you know? That's it's like me that. sitting there saying, I'm afraid of a decoupling train that's going to kill me. Oh, wait, I live across the street from a railroad station. <laughs> So you get it, you know. I mean, you get it, you know. I'm, but I'm not, so I'm really not worried about it. Because what are the odds of that? Well, I shouldn't say that out loud. Well, you know, you did have a fire not far from you last time, a, a few, a, 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 a while ago there. Yeah, that was something. I'm like, why is there? Oh, that's on fire. Ooh, that's oh yeah, the crane's on fire. Yeah, sure. And well, you know, like, do you need things. to leave? Are you <laughs> <all right>? not? <laughs> Apparently not, but I've got front row seat for the whole thing. You got front, yeah, exactly. You're busy. You're busy. <laughs> watching we were, watching you know the, the funny fireworks. Part is, if we had been live streaming, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. That yeah. would have been awesome because it would have been like, there's a train, it's on fire, and this is what's going on. And people might have, it might have gone viral because we live in like okay. That, 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 that would have been real. That would have been really cool. We gotta actually work towards that, you know, in somewhere in the new future. Eh. No, no video. It's better to, no video. We don't need video. But no, yeah, no, no, no. We'll we'll always be the faces of radio, folks. You, know? you uh, I mean, you, nobody wants to look at you. Mug on Instagram every other day. Yeah. Well, I put my, yeah. Well, I put my mug on Instagram every other day is because well, it's it's a creative moment, and I happen to relish being in the moment. You know, I so. like relish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like relish and mustard and kind of hot dogs. It's with, the with only thing that people. looks. It's the only thing that looks nuclear green that I'll eat. Uh, I just had well, a salad I mean, with dinner tonight. I like those good salads. Well, I, I had a salad too. Had a had romaine lettuce and uh, bits of. Monterey Jack cheese and uh, you know that's had all not a salad. You put no. Well, I mean, I had more. Well, if it I'm has sorry. lettuce, it has it's a salad. Okay. Well, well, it's a salad. I mean, well, to me, it's a salad. I mean, it had. had so, a like a burger is like salad. If you put lettuce on it, it's a salad. Well, no, that's 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 a hamburger. <laughs> it's that's like a beef salad sandwich, sandwich salad. Yeah, that's a. Uh, if you don't have the meat. And you have just the lettuce God, and tomatoes. I, God, 
the Nutra Salad Stand. I'm recording this. Are you? Good. Yes. That's good. I don't know what you're Yeah, that's a salad recording. sandwich, maybe. Okay. By the way, welcome to Squares of the Roundtable podcast. We're apparently debating salad today. It I'm came from not... how I not want to die to how the composition of a salad. Yep. I'm going yeah. with me is Mike Boyle. Yo. Along with Ivan Rivera. By the way, Ivan, I'd like yeah. to thank you. I never, ever would say Mike Edwin until you kept saying it out loud. And now I have to stop myself every freaking time. <laughs> and I didn't have that problem until you started doing it. And now I have to catch myself every time. Once again, it's Ivan's fault. Of course. It's always my that, fault. That I'm, always, never, I'm always that fucking up. That's just that me, was, man. That was never in my mindset until you started doing it. And then I'm like, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, and Mike. Boyle, uh, Boyle. That's, yeah, yeah. Mike Boyle, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Ivan. I didn't have that in my mind. You just well, you know, there. we can always go. We can always go Meb and just be done with it. Meb, God. That's my initials I put on my Galaga game when I get the high score. Oh. Yeah, Meb. Meb. That one really? is playing Galaga. Yep. What is what is your middle name, Jeff? Do you? What? Never mind. Yeah. What is your middle name, Jeff? I technically don't have one. Nice. No. I have yeah, a you had it initial. surgically removed by a doctor. I well, they never on the birth certificate gave me an actual middle name. It just has a middle initial. Okay. Which is L. I know what it technically stands for, but it's not officially on the birth certificate, so. I so, basically so claim Joe, anything. So JLS, gotcha. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like radio um, radio call letters. WJLS, all sports, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Double overtime. And Ivan is, uh, is is I knew this years ago, but I keep have to asking every ten years. What? What is Ivan's middle name? It's uh, it's 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 Antonio. Antonio. So Ivan Antonio Rivera, and then we all have our surnames because being Hispanic, we always add them. You see, see, I'm huh? always I'm always worried about talking about middle names. Why? Because 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 really in reality, there's only really two reasons why people talk about middle names. And that is? You're either President of the United States, or you're a serial killer. <laughs> well, that, or the fact that, you know, it's the thing that they have on your paperwork when ICE comes and knocks on your door asking for it. Right, something like that. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's never, there's not any good reason why anyone ever uses your middle your middle name, rarely. I mean, once in a while there is, but... It's not normally. Well, 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 Mike, Mike used his middle name on broadcasting for a few years. It's my secret identity. Your secret identity. To protect the ones I care about. Mm. <laughs> okay. Why is it in movies that nobody actually does that? What? Protects the secret identity that they so from the ones that everyone cares about. You know, you have the women, you know, and they think that they share their secret identity with you. Things just strengthens the relationship. Well, no, I'm not even thinking about the women. 
It's like, it's like, it's not even like the women. Like, in, in even in like the like the bat like the the Batman movie, like the original mm-hmm. Batman movies. It's like everybody knows it's Bruce Wayne. How come? Why? Well, I mean, it's it's just kind of it's kind of hard not to know that you know when one person's in and the other person not being there, it's really not hard to figure out, you well, know? Well, I mean, just like, it's like, I'm watching, like, the, the commercials for, uh, for, for home, for Spider-Man Homecoming that's coming out. And I'm like, how many more? Far and from it's home. like, they've already given away, like, okay, so Mysterio knows his secret identity. Nick Fury knows his secret identity. Now Mary MJ knows his secret identity. Uh, I think they're trying secret? to break down the wall of the secret identity and just figure, okay... I don't think being having a secret identity is not such a big deal anymore. And yet, they, that's all. It's like, but, okay. Yeah, I, uh. <laughs> I, it's still, yeah. It still behooves you now, don't it? It's <laughs> yeah. like, then why did you, then why did you do that, right? It's, it's like, it's like, there's this source material. And it's like, in the, like, you know how many years it took? Until like de- it took decades until like they were like okay we'll let Mary Jane know that Spider Man is Peter Parker in the movies it takes two hours. <laughs> well, I guess I guess uh, it's just a a thing where all right uh, we're trying to break we're trying to break um, tradition maybe or we're trying to break president from the people who have read the comic books. Precedent. We're not going to people. break any presidents. Well. That's well, not I, true. I, 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 I know one I'd like to break, but that's yeah, another story. I was going to say that, that we're not going to talk about that on this show. Precedent. No. Ivan. What? Never mind. So, anyway. Uh, so. So, Ivan, how you been, my yeah. man? Me? Well, uh. Um, well, the other Ivan. <laughs> oh, oh, the other Ivan is, no, that's Marley. He's hanging out on the counter eating his food. But. Uh, yeah, as far as me is concerned, yeah, it's been a very uh, breakneck week last week. Uh, I did I did several gigs back to back to back in between packing up my. So that would be three nights in a row. Oh well, yeah, well I did um, I did um, I did uh, the Sweet Soulful, and then I did Coles, then I did uh, Electric Jungle. You went you went into did, a, wait you went to a department store. We covered this. It's not that Coles. Yeah, but no, no, not that Coles. C O L E S. Audiences change all the time. Okay, Coles. C O L E S. Yeah, that's my new. Um, that's my new uh, nighttime needle drop thing that I do on Monday night from ten to two, over at Coles twenty three thirty eight Milwaukee. You happen to be there third Monday of the month. That's where I'm hanging out at. In Chicago. In Chicago, Illinois. Because there could be a Milwaukee in the heart in the heart of Logan Square. Because there could be a Milwaukee street in like I don't know, like Iowa, and be they'll be like. I think I I think that there's a Milwaukee, just like I think there's a Springfield. It's either 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 county or state or street in every state of the union. State? There is no state. Well, Springfield, Illinois, Milwaukee. That's a city. So you've just been spinning your records crazy for two weeks, my man. Is that it? Yeah, I have. I mean, and um, 
between that and packing up the apartment because I have the uh, the guys going through here doing their groovy thing. Finally, they got in here and started doing their groovy thing, but not without what doing the groovy too. thing. Can you be please a little yeah. elaborate? Yeah. Okay, yeah. elaborate. I had the I, okay, and I'm going to give the shameless are you plug. Like a porno or something? Right way, right way, right way. Exterminators finally made their way through here after months of. Of the situation being what it is, they finally got through here. Started spraying our side of the building finally, and uh, but in order for them to do that, I had to have certain things taken care of, and the certain things include twenty-two totes of records. That's right, twenty-two totes of records. And okay. so my front room right now is an island of totes hmm. with. Other enfermeras sitting on top of those totes, so that way they could get access to all the corners of the apartment, so they could spray everything down to make sure that they get every little critter out of this situation. And of course, they did that to the apartment across from me, above from me, beneath me, and down on the floor beneath me. Them, beneath them. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's been a nightmare. But the nightmare, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So it's cool. And, uh, of course, also drove me more to go with Julie to um, check out the uh, Lathrop uh, property, which is gorgeous. Gorgeous, gentlemen. Gorgeous with a capital G. I'm talking. You're, you're I'm moving talking, in with gorgeous gentlemen? Yes, I believe yes, so. Yes, I'm moving in with gorgeous gentlemen because oh, uh, I, I have I, I, I have pride in my veins. That's right. I'm got a non-binary flag on my wall along with my gay flag and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, but Do you uh, join your heart. What? Yes, I have joy in my heart. Mm-hmm. Always got joy in my heart. Come on. Where is it? I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Yeah. Down in my heart. Yeah. Where? Right. Down All in right. my heart. Right. The joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Hey, down in my heart. to stay. Ah! Well, that would be the gorgeous gentleman behind him doing the doing the dance number, Mike. Yeah, yeah. you know, Robin Hood. Yeah, men in tights. Yes. Robin Williams was not men in tights. What? No, he was Robin? not. No, I think no, he was not in men no. in tights. Oh, well. No, uh, those, those gorgeous gentlemen were. Men so you're looking tights. to, so you're looking to move then? Is that what we're getting? That what we're talking yes. about? This this other yes. building is is looks nice. You're saying it's beautiful. Okay, it's beautiful. I mean, we have a river that has a river walk. A dog a river park, runs through it. Well, not run through it, but you know, it runs near it underneath right. okay. the bridge. It's part of the six oh six. Uh, path that they've constructed as of recent years. All right. All right cool. And yeah, okay. we've got the, uh, two acres of, we've got two acres of park in the middle of the, um, of the, of the, uh, place. And, you know, you get out there and, uh, hang out and play ball and picnic and everything like that. It's got a boat launch. It has a dog park. It has a parking, which is really a big one. Because the parking around here has gotten fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, Logan Square's a hot, hot location now. Well, yeah, you know, Everybody and of course, the, uh, well, it's it's been it's been gentrified times ten now around here. I mean, with the the changes, the buildings, and I don't understand 
why we need so many fucking condos. Why? People got to live, people Ivan. Will buy them. Yeah, but that's a lot of condos for for for, for square mile, people man. People got to live, man. But that's a lot of condos. Lots hey, and lots of condos. Hey, More I condos remember, than I want to They at. can't all be record stores, Ivan. Yes. And and in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, there are a couple times where even you sat there and were like, I'm going to walk you to my to your car on the way out of my apartment just to be safe. And I'm like, I thought you said it was safe around here. You're like, it is. Why you have to walk me to my car, Ivan? <laughs> <laughs> because it's just courtesy to walk uh-huh. your friends. Uh huh. Okay. Not. Not in most. What? What? You don't. You don't walk your friends to the car. You don't. You don't stop your car in front of the house to drop off somebody and watch them go in before you leave. Do that's you not? A, that's called a date. Yeah, that, that's called being gallant. That's called having manners. That's called that's something called that you try to get shanked. Yeah, well, you know what? You, you you have this you have this thing in your head, Jeff, that everybody down here carries a gun and they all want to shoot each other at random. You know, no, no, I didn't think that at all until you said I have to walk. No, and but my be safe. So anyway, you've just been busy um, spinning records and putting your records in totes. And a- yeah, and apparently dealing with those and uh, sort looking, of furry looking, critter. looking for looking for new places to live. Yeah, okay. And uh, making for making for happy. No critters, critters are fucked up. All right, when you turn on the lights and the wallpaper changes, no, that's fucked up. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, that's the shit. Okay, when you turn on the fucking lights and the light and the wallpaper changes. Okay, when you go to the bathroom and the roaches are in there looking up at you and say, come in, the water's fine. Don't you have a cat? Yes, I have a cat. Does the what cat does it do? defend you or, or, yes. or well, slay any cat, of these beasts? You know, well, let me see. The cat lovingly goes ahead and takes the water beetles and brings it to my feet and say, hey, Ivan, look what I just cut. Oh, Aren't you proud of me? I love you. I'm like, the fucking legs are still moving. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Apparently you didn't train your cat to kill things. Got it. (laughs) He's not a, he's not an outdoor kid. If he was an outdoor kid and he went outside, I'm sure it'll probably, it'll probably get his ass kicked. By the cat-sized mountain uh, rats that are out there. <laughs> oh, interesting story. Speaking of rats, <laughs> um, uh, we have a um, we have a um, a dry cleaner next door, and me and Julie were outside one night, just kind of sitting there and eating a snack. And you know, we're looking through the window, <laughs> and guess what? Here is this rat. I mean, the size of a cat, <laughs> running around back and forth. In the laundry, in the laundry, uh, in, in, in the dry cleaning place, going back and forth in the front windows, just as you please, you know, look it up. Hi, how you doing? Turn off the freaking lights, okay? I'm trying to find food around here. And then, you know, just going around, just doing this groovy thing. I'm thinking, I ain't never, ever, 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 ever going to put my clothes in that dry cleaners. Nor will I eat at the subway once it opens again. 
Because oh, it's too close to home. No! Wait, 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 stop. What? In some way, once it opens again. Gee, I wonder why it was closed. Well, it, it, was, it was closed because, uh, well, not, not to get into too much into that because it has to do with the, 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 the ethnic couple that owned it. <laughs> well, maybe that was it shut down to, for health reasons. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, it was not shut. No, 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 no. Rat. It wasn't shut down for health reasons. It was shut down because of the fact that the wife uh, didn't want to work because the husband kept slave driving her. That's that's what I think what happened there. Because every, every time I go, every time we went in, every time we went in there, that. Was, no, man, this is America. We're innocent until proven guilty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, when you walk in there, when you walk into the subway, and Julie can, you know, can attest this too. You know, you walked in there, and it was just like, "Hey, I would like to have such and such a sandwich." Oh well, we don't have that, and we don't have that, but you can have this. So it was always like stuff. Never, I mean, the 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 the, the menu was never complete any time that you went uh. in there. You always had to, you always had to sidestep. Okay, the bathroom. The bathroom looked like somebody decided to like, like sit there and crack one off, and the toilet's like half done. And um, you know, it's it's just it was just a, it was a it was a literal it was a literal shit show in that place. Then of course the assortment of people they had working in there. Hey, the baby, what do you want on that there sandwich? Well, it's um, hard to people in the food industry. Yeah, there's for yeah, we're not yes, this the, yeah. The, the, yeah the, the messages here are. I'm sorry that your subway closed. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. I mean, it, you know, it, it, different strokes to rule the world. I get it. But, you know, you kind of look and you think, do I really, really want this person putting their hands on my food, especially without gloves? Well, that would be your first problem. <laughs> they all always got the, the little disposable plastic gloves on yeah. when they're and they're handling the food. To have those they, yeah, they should. They should. But they didn't, so that's the health reasons right. then. Okay. <laughs> that explains a lot. The exception would be if I saw them physically wash their hands. Now, other than that, if they don't have little gloves on, I'm not buying no sandwich from you. And then, of course, you know, you go in like every few weeks, they're like a different person you know, working behind the counter, you know, you know, yo, man, what do you want on that sandwich? You know, the aspiring, you know, hip hop artist or the woman oh. who just, you know, or the woman who has a million and one tattoos and everything and fingernails as long as God knows what. We're not generalizing or, at all. You no. Know, or you know, you got the or you got the person who kinda well, looks here to blankly. arrest some more subway employees. I can hear the Yes. Yeah. Let me put it this way, you know, or the guy who blankly looks at you with a vacant look on his face and you're just like, Hello? So you're telling me that the giant rat might do a better job? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Rizzle Rizzle could probably do a better job than any of these people. Uh, Let's get Remy know. to make your sandwich. I've heard it'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. You know, don't don't hork it down. <laughs> well, what can okay, I say? Okay, little chef. Yeah. You know. Maybe that was <laughs> so, plan. so you've had a busy couple of weeks. Jeff, how you been doing? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What have I been up to? Um, 
you know, it's, uh, I saw, what did I see? Oh, yeah, I saw Aladdin on Saturday. So, I guess we can get into that in a little bit. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, you know, uh, did a little bit of speaking on Sunday night. Now, you know, my favorite is sometimes when you, you, you have this idea in your head, it's like, I'm just going to go out there and try it and see what happens. And you're like three minutes into like what's supposed to be a 20 minute presentation. And you're like, okay, this isn't going to work at all. <laughs> not only is it not going to work at all, I really have nothing. But I got 20 <laughs> minutes to fill, so I'm going to figure out how. So and, Jeff flies by the seat of his pants. <laughs> and the worst part is, the worst part is, is that because this is like a place where I'm just kind of like working on stuff. And it's like ev- everybody can tell too. It's not like not your your normal audience, but they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was good." It's like, "What was that?" And I'm like, "Well, welcome to me having an idea and like going." My favorite was I was like sitting there and I'm like, like because they're giving me time signals on like how much time I have left. I'm like, "Okay, where's the first time signal so I know I can start to land this thing?" <laughs> it's like <laughs> it needs to come sooner. It needs to come sooner. I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking. I'm like halfway through. I'm like, I'm like sitting here going, oh my god, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, every time, every time I sit there and I ask a question, they all think it's rhetorical, so they don't say anything. And I'm like, oh god. And they all have this look on their face like they could be any. They'd rather be anywhere but here. And I'm like, oh, this is just a. It's like I'm drowning. I can't find a lifeboat it's like oh god <laughs> so yeah uh, that, that, it was an interesting idea it's not gonna work i have no understanding of, i'm like yeah that was an i that was an interesting idea of a concept yeah we're not doing that that's i have nothing for that but that you had a, a venue where you could experiment or, or think you know see a trial balloon so to speak. right right now that's you know that's one of the you know, they should, they should have they should have Toastmaster places where kind of like comedy clubs where you could try out all this. Oh, that's shows. what is well. In fairness, that's what Toastmasters normally. Is. It's only in contests where you really shouldn't be doing that. But this was one of those times where it's like I have an idea <laughs> and this sucks. <laughs> it was one of those. It was like it was one of those where it's like I'm five minutes in and I was almost gonna be like, yeah, I got nothing. Go sit down. And I'm like, no, <laughs> let's see if we can figure this out. You try to navigate for the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm like, it's like, and every time I thought I was, I was like, I have turned a corner into another wall. Okay, well, how are we gonna get out of this? Let's try going this way. No, that's not gonna work either. Why does this sound like a? Why does this sound like an episode? Uh, 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 a chapter of Algernon, man. Oh, man, I, I, all I know is just. And it, of course, this is rare for me when I do things like this. So everyone is like, "Oh, goody, we get to watch him flounder." And I'm like, uh. <laughs> "It's like lifeboat, someone, anyone, nope, not kidding. your Delta okay. Chi name is Flounder." <laughs> it's like I am drowning and I can't get out. It's like it's like the lady in the commercial. I've fallen. I can't oh, get I up. <laughs> I can't get up. Somebody should help me. Life alert is they're on not, the way, Jeff. Yeah, no, no, except there wasn't. Oh. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. They were like, how do you feel about that? Well, I feel that all I was doing was waiting for the green light to show up so I could get the hell out of there. 
<laughs> Hi, I'm having a foolish fit moment. Yeah. There's really I, I can do. Yeah, really. I was just like, uh. <laughs> There's nothing worse than having a foolish shit moment and not knowing how to navigate the foolish shit moment. You know what well, I mean? Well, the problem is it's like, okay, I've got some stories. It's not really working together. I can't seem to get this figured out. It's like, it's that <laughs> moment where you're like on stage and you're like, okay, I think I can pull this or this together. And it's like, no, this isn't, this isn't working at all. Matter of fact, why am I, oh god, this isn't working. <laughs> this isn't working! Uh, uh, so what yeah, did you learn uh, from this experience? I yeah. learned, I learned that even the best of us can have those days where it's just not gonna work. Um, well, you just, well, you just, you just have to, you know, push on through. I mean, there's... Oh, I did. I did. It was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, you to, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, it, it, I, trust me, I did. It was the part where I was like, that was a mess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware it was a mess. Oh, I'm, well. I'm aware that there was, I, I, I'm aware that the, that the women, that the, that the flight attendant came out and said, in case of a water landing, you need to be wearing this. <laughs> This is your this is your life preserver. Make sure yes, you pull the all the way down, and the exits are here and here and here. The good news is, is I actually think came, I think it was just a landing. I don't think it was like the plane skipped five times and broke into five pieces. I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that one. Uh, well, I mean, you were uh, flying for about five minutes, and then next thing you know, you came nose down. The uh, landing no, no, gear no. kind of went out from underneath you, and you're skidding down the, uh, the runway. <laughs> no, it was more like, I, it's like, we're in the air. I've lost engine number one. I've lost <laughs> engine number two. Oh, I've shit. lost engine number three. It's like, okay, so we're going to try to land this thing only on engine number four. We'll <laughs> Fine. This sounds, okay. sounds like an episode of Airport, man. <laughs> uh, so, to answer your real question, that topic isn't going to work. Okay. Um, so, at least I've learned that. Although, I, I do have some 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 things that I picked up that I might be able to use other ways in other places. But um, just so use it as a learning experience. Oh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. That, that, that was anything, you know. So it was just I, a lack I, of mental preparation then? You thought maybe you could just wing it? Oh, that's – okay. So, okay. So now I have to admit that most times I usually wing it anyway. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> you, so you just didn't have the, the like juice radio, Sounds like radio, don't it? <laughs> yeah. So, well, sounds like our ra- most of our radio shows back in the day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in fairness, it's like – so when I first started doing Toastmasters, it was like, I'm going to write these regimented speeches and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, and I do that. And then after a while, I was just like, you know, I really want to be, I really want to be able to like get up there and do off. If somebody walked up to me and said, Hey, we need somebody to do something. And I didn't have anything to be able to like walk in there and do like 20 minutes standing on my head. Like nothing up my sleep presto. So I got really pretty good at that. And mm-hmm. then what happened was it's like, okay, I should really start getting back to scripting. I'm like, no, we enjoy this. Uh, so it becomes, it becomes to... this battle. It becomes this battle inside you as against, you know, what what can I do scripted against what I can do by the seat of my pants to make it sound convincing? Well, so, so here's what I, I – here's the compromise I've kind of given myself, which is like when I did the contest – 
when I did the contest this past spring, I started yeah. with a kernel of an idea back uh-huh. in like December, I want to say. And I just kept getting up and giving that same, that same speech. And when I felt like there was a section that was good, it was like, okay, that's locked. And then what would happen is like, all right, let me try this and play with this. No, that didn't work. Let me try this and play with this. No, that didn't work. Okay, let me try this. Okay, that works. Let's keep that. And I would keep doing that. And I did that for about, you know, I want to say about three, four months where literally it was like, you know, where by the time I got to the district contest, which is the big contest, you know, I really had spent the better part of three months really drilling that thing to a point where I kind of laughed because the last thing I did was put it to paper because um, I had already had most of it in my head. I mean, I knew much what I was going to say, how I wanted to say it, all that stuff. And it was kind of cool. because It was like it didn't feel rehearsed because it's just what I wanted to talk about. So it was cool that way. But um, other people usually do have to write out their stuff a little bit more. Um, and in fairness, if I had written it out a little bit more, maybe I'd have something. There, did, you there have, was, uh, did you have notes, like note cards? Oh, when I was up there? No. No? No, no, no. No. No, I mean, we're doing the note, doing the note card thing, does that, is that the thing that separates the amateurs or, or the novices from the pros? It the depends. It depends on what you're trying to do. Like, if I had to read, like, a whole bunch of, okay, if I had to read, like, a whole bunch of, like, weird names and stuff like that, I might want to know, I might want no cards. Okay. Especially depending on the type of presentation too. Like if I'm doing, like when I did my TED app, I won't go to use a note or anything. I mean, that's just not the kind of presentation where you use notes or you use a note or anything along those lines. But if I'm presenting in front of a room and I'm behind a lector and they want me to quote a whole bunch, a whole bunch of statistics, multiple statistics in a speech, yeah, I might want to have some. I might have some notes just to have that, um, because oh, just, 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 no, just for certain, just for certain statistical, right? Uh, information. It, right, or I may have. I might bullet points or something like that. It, again, it depends a little bit on the setup and the audience. It really comes down to who is your audience and what you're talking about. Why? What your why is for the day? You know, um, <laughs> that that's that's a big thing about that. Because, seriously, it, it, you know, if, if you're going to sit there and start putting certain things about where, you know, you have to remember a whole bunch of statistics and whatnot, that is rough. I mean, it can be done, but you're going to spend a lot of time just trying to remember all the numbers. And stuff. And yeah, that's, that, 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 I mean, I figured there would be a whole lot of rehearsal prep to sit there and, you know, dates, names, numbers, locations, you right, know. Right, right. That, that stuff. That stuff is right. Is, committing raw data to the memory, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. If anything, that's where I sit there and I go, okay, that's where power. You know, I, I'm not a big proponent of PowerPoint because, to me, one of the reasons I'm not a big proponent is because usually when people are doing stuff like that, they're pretty much whatever they're going to say next is right on the slide. And I'm like, well, if you're going to put it on the slide, I don't need to hear you talk about it. Just read. Right. Uh, okay. It, okay. Now, now, commit, now, committing things to memory, it seems like oh, it's almost gotten to be a lost art of sorts because, you know, I mean, you look, well, I mean, for years, 
you'll have newscasters who read off of prompters. You mm-hmm. have, you have, um, you have broadcasters who read off of screens and or, you know, sure. whatever it is in front of them. So, but our, I mean, is the art of committing things to memory starting to become that a memory? No, because they, you still have stand up. You still have yeah. public speakers who, yeah. who do these big shows. Mm-hmm. Where there's okay. no podium. So, or in the comedic, so, yeah, so in the comedic sense, where rapid fire timing and everything is of the essence, and then you got the people who are passionate about what they do. And I guess you have to also include the uh, motivational speakers who are yeah. just from one end of the spectrum to the other. Just that, just in that, you know, they hit their bullet point and then they go on bullet point and then they go on bullet point and then they go on. Yeah, okay, well, it, it, it depends. I like, for example, there's there's some. Where they really kind of have, they have what they want to talk about, but there are some where they're going to get in and they have things to talk about. But if you yeah. wanted to go a different direction with them, they'll they'll take they'll they'll take the twist and go, and they got no problem with it. But that's really not what they're there for that day, you know. I mean, right. again, again, it kind of depends on. Okay, did I have a conference planner who said specifically, "I want you to come in and talk about this today." Or is there something that they, that they want you – like when Toastmasters comes to me and they want me to do like one of their one of their, one of of their their like programs where I'm doing an actual like special program and not a contest, okay, and they'll sit there and they say, okay, this is what we want you to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, that's when I have to pre- prepare based on that. Now, it's funny. The last time I did that was back in – in December, and it's funny. One of the things I learned, another another experience where things did not go as planned, or and that I did, where I learned a few things. But what was interesting was, uh, I I came to a conclusion that's something where I know how to do it, and I knew it very well. But I don't know with the way that I teach it that that audience was going to be receptive to what I wanted to what I was telling. Because because they there were a lot of things they assumed that they knew understood and yeah they weren't gonna they weren't buying it so but um yeah i i don't think it's a lost art i think that it still exists because because you even on tv at times when you have some of these shows uh and i'm just using this as an example you know like you know like the view you know they have those they have those uh yeah it's just free-form discussion right they have those hot take things and sure, there are certain things where they they have ideas, thoughts, and they know what the, what's going to be talked about. But I don't know that that's I don't think that's scripted. It certainly doesn't look scripted because there have been plenty of times where they've all had spats and, and whatnot. You well, know, I think I think in cases of talk shows, I think maybe I mean I could be totally wrong on this, but I think uh-huh. um, they they uh, they have you know, something topical written uh-huh. up on the prompter and maybe they just have that heading and then they just kind of go with that. Like, right. At, at this time, you should talk about this. or At this time, you should go to this or this uh, person yeah. is coming on. And when they have a guest, they have a set list of questions they want to ask them. So they right. do. Well, and that's that's an interesting thing, too, because, you know, that's that's an interesting thing, too, because and Ivan can talk. I, you know, that's the one aspect that was interesting because, you know, I did a lot more with my, with my broadcast career. I would be in situations like that. And there were a couple of times where people were like, so what are you going to ask me? And I'm like, and I kind of was like, 
uh, well, we can talk about this, this, or this. Then I would ask something that wasn't on the list, and they'd be doing. I'd be like, "Why was that out of bounds? Too bad. I don't care." <laughs> well, but but see, but in a case like that, where you're doing interviews, especially you know on the spot interviews, that's I get, oh I no get no that. no. I mean, I did I did like I did public affairs. Like there were a couple times, like when I did public affairs at one, point, I had uh, I had there was something where oh it was when they were talking about the tollway. Of, and some of the things that they were gonna, they were doing at the time where they were going to make a whole bunch of changes and people were upset. And I brought on people from the Tollway Authority. One of those where it's like, I'm going to ask them a question. I'm going to ask them another question. And I'm going to keep on leading them through these questions. And as I'm leading them through questions that I had, it's like I'm writing down some of the other and like some of the answers and listening to some of what he's talking about. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, so what you're saying is this. And right. it was one of those where suddenly there's a giant pause because it's like you hit them right between the eyes like a deer in right. headlights. And uh-huh. they kind of like are blinking at that moment. But it's on the phone, so you can't see it, but you know it. And yeah, right. it, the first words out of their mouth isn't a confident answer anymore. It's like, uh, well. And then you know. And it always like starts with, oh, like, well, or, mm, yeah. And, and or, the dynamic uh, of the interview has changed. and Right, right. And, and at that point, they're like, oh. And it's like, and trust me, I got off, I got off the, I got done. I think, I think they're looking like, for their exit strategy after that point. Well, it was funny because we were only about 10 minutes into a 20 minute, to a, like a 30 minute interview. And, uh-huh. and I'm like, yep. Yeah. Did you really think because I'm on a small station you'd ever heard of, I wasn't going to ask, don't, I wasn't going to ask good questions. I was just going to roll it out there and let you softball and let you softball the whole way. I, there was a couple of other times I, for public affairs programming. Some of the stuff was, was actually for people who probably never heard the damn thing. I'm sure some people might have actually been impressed. But um, there are a couple of... But all yeah, it was but just to help to hone your craft. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, there's and that, I, too. And then, you know, look, I'm enjoying a legitimate public affairs program. You know, I'm bringing right. these people on to talk about pub- real public affairs issues. It's not well, one of those... It'd be it'd be different if it was here's an event and this is what's going on and we're going to do this. That's different than if we're going to actually talk a real about something really that affects the public, where it's more of an actual topical thing. And well, you, you know, know I had a I had a huge admiration for like Walter Jacobson mm-hmm. because he would kind of get out there and he would just kind of give you the gut punch of the situation. And you knew he was going for the jugular. Every time he got on the air and when he put out that public he affair, he had the hard hitting questions. Right. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't afraid nor ashamed to get down to the bone, you know, to bite hard and get down to the bone. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of that, you know, you don't see a lot of that now as you do maybe back in those days, or maybe I don't still see it out there as much as I used to because we've become that kind of a society where, oh, well, you can't ask me that because that offends me. You know. Um, it's there. It's just now it's very different. Like that whole and and that whole thing with Jim Acosta that happened, where they tried to ban him from the White House. There's an example where I got yeah, into it was- with so many people. It's like, <laughs> no, he's asked. You know, no. <laughs> I mean, well, it's he's, like he's asking legitimate questions. 
He's asking legitimate questions, and you know, you just don't throw the press out just because you don't like what they have to say. Right. Well, and that's there's a perfect, you know, there's a perfect example. I, I mean, there there's a perfect example. How many times? And and Ivan, mean, you've heard this before. I mean, I remember hearing this when I was on the, like back in the day when the Bulls were hot and the Bulls were, I was on the Bulls beat. Um, right. I can't remember which of the the second three Pete I was there and. Um, I was in the practices, and they decided that they were tired of talking to us, and nobody would talk to anybody from the Bulls. Right. And when I say anybody, I mean the players. We're talking right. guys like Jordan and Pippen, all of them. Well, nobody would talk. And it and the best is it got covered on TV, and it was funny because I had family. Who, why are they doing that? To the, who cares if they don't want to talk to them? Like, because watch it on TV and these are the people you're supposed to hear from and see like, well, we don't care about that as long as they win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You should, you shouldn't be annoyed at the media. You should be annoyed at the fact that they don't want to talk so that you guys can hear what they will have to say. Um, and it was funny at one point cause it got, to, it went on a couple of days and at one point it got ridiculous. And we all of a sudden turned all the cameras on, one of their me, I think their head media relations guy is like, so is there a reason? And the guy's like, whoa, 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 put those down. And it's like, what? What's what did the media problem? guy say? What was the question? He was like, oh, we, we were like, is there a reason why we can't seem to get anybody talked to? He's like, totally in like, whoa, wait, wait, this is, not, I'm not, uh, I'm not here to get it. It's like, it was so funny because it was like, well, nobody else is talking. You're here. So talk to us. So you, guess what? This is now the story. And and he he scurried out of there too, um, but yeah, um, it's almost like it's almost like they they put a, a news cap on everybody. Like no, don't, well don't they didn't purposely. I mean, the Chicago Bulls didn't purposely put a news cap on, but the players were like, we don't want to deal with the circus. And I can't blame them. It is crazy. I mean, well, like, it, when it, I sh- like when I like when I showed up for the like when I showed up for like the playoffs. You know, you see the. I mean, as it is, it's the Bulls. It's the it's the late '90s Bulls with Rodman. Okay, as it was, there's a whole slew of people that are local. I mean, there's a there's a lot of local. And then now you got national, international. Okay. Um, and Rodman, it, it's a it's a headline anytime Rodman opened his mouth. Well, and then you still got Jordan and Pippen, and you still and and Tony Kukoc was on that. Like East, like a big star Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe just love Tony. So there's all kinds of crazy stuff like that. I mean, you hear stories all the time about this stuff. And like when the playoffs start, it's like okay, there's Craig. I mean, there was one time I'm sitting across from Craig Sager, TNT, and I'm like, holy crap, really? And he's just sitting here like the rest of us, um, bored out of their minds. And and that kind of stuff happened. Like. There'd be people like, I'd be like, whoa. And it was funny because I, I remember too, it was really funny because usually I got, I got somebody bothered me. Rob, during playoff time, I went to, I went to go to the, the practice facility and someone was like, uh, can I see credentials? And it was funny because there was somebody there going, oh no, he's, we've seen, he's here all, he's a lot. So they let me in. But like somebody was like being a stickler about it for once. So I was like, oh, interesting. Well, uh, do you um, think do you think maybe that whole uh, that whole 
situation might have been created out of, uh, you know, not having the, uh, the team, uh, wrapped up in a big imbroglio in the media. Do you think that was just the Zen of Phil Jackson happening there? I don't know. I think, I think they did, I think they were tired of the circle point and didn't want to answer questions and didn't want to deal with it. And I think okay. if I remember correctly, the team was, the team paid the fines too. So it's not like the players got fined. The team, the team got fined. And I got the impression that, like I said, it, it, there's only so many days you can get away with that until the league office is like, uh, they got to talk. Right. There's only so many days you can do that. I mean, yeah, there's only there's only so many days you can boycott or right, right, exactly. There's only so many days you can do that. There goes, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, especially, especially we're talking about the Chicago Bulls. Okay, the champ- the Chicago- multiple time championship Chicago right. Bulls. Right, with yeah, Michael Jordan, Jordan, which is now getting national, yeah. national and worldwide attention. Right, exactly, and I, I can't remember. That they won seventy two games, or it's the season after they won seventy. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the season where they won the seventy two games. No, no, there were a couple of seasons. Like, but that, my point is, I can't remember what season this happened. If it was that one, or if it was a couple. Oh no, you know what? It was the last. I can't remember. If it was the middle or the last one. It doesn't. It wasn't the seventy two wins. Um. Yeah, I mean, by that point, it's it's. You know, it, it gets to be a circus, and it's kind of crazy. Just like, like all that's like, I don't know if you caught in the meeting at Wrigley. By now, by the time this airs, it'll, there was an incident where, like, one of the players was going to rush, um, was going to rush one of the reporters or something crazy like that. And, um, one of them, the manager for the Mets. Like, oh, the, yeah, I saw the headline for that guy from the one, from the Mets. And, and Ivan, Ivan probably remembers this story. About back in the late '90s, and I was there for, at what was Comiskey Park at the time for opening day, and um, and Frank Thomas decides he's going to try to wait out the media, and while he's trying to, wait, uh, then then White Sox player Tony Phillips decided to get into it with then Chicago sometimes columnist Jay Mariotti. Oh yeah, and I remember and it almost came the blows. And it the almost came is, the blows. And the best is, um, so at one point they calmed them down and they moved the other way. And then the PR people left the room, and no more than ten minutes later they're at it again. And <laughs> it looks like they're about to basically get into a fight. And the funny, at least in the scenario that I heard from at Wrigley, at Wrigley. The, the the writer was like, whoa, what's going on? What's happened? No, no, no. Okay. Jay Mariotti was like, go ahead, hit me. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, it was like he was trying to bait him to hit him or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, it just went nuts. Um, mm-hmm. and it was funny because about five minutes after it was Frank Thomas mm-hmm. walked out, he's like, I guess I better talk to you guys. Yeah. If you had, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. Um, right. But – you know, there's still P. I have I ever told you, Ivan? So I was the only one in the room who did record that that day. <laughs> and the best is I'm walking out with Mark Silver, Waddle, and Sylvie, who's now. And I knew Mark from high school. I walked out. I sh- I didn't. I should take that. And he's like, Oh no. He, Mark's like, Oh no. I didn't did the right thing. 
I find out later, not only did he tape it, everybody taped it to play for everybody. And the best best is there was a couple – it was a couple years later, I'm driving down to the Sun-Times building to to work in the morning, and I'm catching Les Grobstein's show. And in his open, I hear the fight, and the reason I I hear the fight is because I can hear me in the background talking to somebody else. So you know whose tape it was? Oh, everybody taped it. Everybody taped it. But you heard your own voice, so it must have been somebody. Yeah, somebody must have taped it. It was by you. Less than taped it. Less than taped it. Everybody, everybody in the whole place was was running with their audio on it. Right, right. So whatever version Les had, I was apparently not too far away because apparently you could hear me talking to somebody when it happened. So, Ivan, your voice is like, a little muffled. Yeah, well, well, you know, like I said, and the funny part is, is there were some that were there that day um, or people who were willing to stick around at that point. I'm one of the, yeah, you definitely, um, when it was funny, uh, I think that was the same day. Yes, it was. That was the day I got on Terry Bevington, who was the White Sox manager shit list that well, speaking of the uh, speaking of the, the the White Sox situations, okay, I don't know if this is old news or recent news, but uh, what do you think of the whole uh, outcry for celebrating the disco demolition down at Guarantee Rate Field of all the stupid fucking corporate names they keep pick up for for ballpark? They're paying for that though. I know they're paying for that, but it's still Guaranteed Rate Field. Come on. Anyway, you know what the best so, part about guaranteed rate feel is, is that they have the arrow that's going down, kind of like the future of the White Sox. Yeah, sort of like their <laughs> win loss record. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah, the Sox actually, you're, you're guaranteed to drop at this rate. Right, right, and, and and the best is, I know for a fact that the White Sox were trying to get them not to use that logo in the field. So for that so reason, and they said, no, we're paid. So it's just it just okay because then now you got the situation where you know there's this firestorm on you know social media about why are we still celebrating the disco demolition when it 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 it, uh, it destroyed property, canceled games, uh, caused all kinds of chaos and destruction and such. Why are they still wanting to celebrate this day? Because it's get probably it. one of the crazy in baseball history. And I and in fairness But it has nothing to do with baseball though. Well it has to do with it, it, you know, yeah, tangentially. It does. You know, so yeah, you get you know, Steve Dahl and Gary Myers, you know, at the height of their powers over there, you know, at at, at you know at the loop and mm-hmm. you I know, hear he's still yeah, uh you still he's he's still on the air, Gary Meyer. Were they at the loop or were they still at LF at that point? I think they were still on no, the No, they were at the they were on the loop at that point. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was right up there with, uh, you know, calling into Iran and trying to, you know, get Atola to release the prisoners and, uh, you know, the, well, was you know, the and all that. Right. I just thought they were still with LS at that point, weren't they? No. I don't know. No. But the, right. but the thing about it was, was that, yeah, you have a publicity stunt that did good for nobody, but yet we're still going to have it at guaranteed rate field, you know, 
several decades later, later because this is relevant. <laughs> oh, are they really doing it? Yeah. Oh, they're really going to do a, a, a yes, they, they, yes, oh, they, they, they're yeah. doing, they're, they're doing the disco demolition thing as part of a promotional thing just to, uh, I guess to acknowledge the fact that, oh yeah, back in the late seventies, we blew up a bunch of records and it got out of control. We tore up the inside of then White Sox Park and, and then you were, forfeited a game. And then you forfeited a game because the the playing field was all fucked right, up. I mean, yeah, you know, nah, really. Well, they so they're doing like a. So I guess they're doing a 40th anniversary then. They blowing up records because it was uh, July. I don't know. All the, I know is first... that everybody on social media was just saying, "Why are we still cele- Why are we still celebrating this 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 bit of mediocrity? Why are we still doing this?" I mean, you know, Gary Myers, yeah, he's still on the air. Uh, Steve Dahl, he's. Uh, meandering in his basement now on a podcast getting paid now because they kicked his ass off of GN. But, you know, it's He wasn't just, on uh, GN, was he? No. Yeah. No. G- Steve Dahl was on GN the last time? Yeah, or was, it, oh. yeah he was on GN for a little while, yeah. No, there huh. wasn't. Then, it was Steve then, Dahl and Mike Veek. Or, uh, right. not. Mike Veck. Veck. Well, it's Veck with See? two E's. So. Yeah. For so those who might not thing. know, Disco Demolition Night was an like an ill-fated baseball promotion at Commission yeah. Field. A yeah. crate full of disco yeah. records. They blew up a crate full of disco records. Yeah. And it and, got crazy and, and got on the field. You know, the coho, the people that were in Steve Dahl's coho club, you know, ran amok. And uh, th- there was just a lot of mayhem that, that, that people at White Sox Park were not bargaining for it just it, it turned they into had to, a real they had to forfeit the second game because the detonation damaged the field right so. exactly yeah well, you saw it well, on the news once it happened <laughs> stupid <laughs> and wow. we're stupid for even still acknowledging this shit it has nothing well, to but do hold with on baseball. at the time at the time it's kind of funny because at the time the white Sox were doing anything to get noticed you know? Right. I mean, but, I hate to but, say it that way. Uh, you no, know, yeah, like, but no, he like was. Today. It was at the loop, not LS. He was at the loop. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, uh, wait. So wait. Hold on a second. Now I have a better question. They're going to do a 40th anniversary. Who's going? The idiots who still want to remember the good times. No, no, no. I don't mean that way. I mean, both Steve Dahl and Gary. Gonna I don't know. Flyers can be there. Thirty-nine people were arrested no. for disorderly conduct. Because the last I checked, because last I checked, neither one of them get those two don't get along anymore. So they, 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 they haven't got along for years. Those right, two, right? But they after, after, right. Gary, after, Gary, after Gary Myers gave him the high fuck you and walked out the door on on Doll. Dolls has been well, you know, Doll has been you know. I mean, Gary Myers had a much more uh, relevant career. I mean, uh, just my opinion, a more relevant career than Doll had. Because, you know, you listen to Doll, and Doll is like, okay, then. So, uh, Jeff, um, how is Aladdin? Yeah, oh, wait, well, this is my next day. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to the Aladdin. Hold <laughs> on. Because this is the part that would be interesting. Because the, the part that Ivan gets, the reason why Gary Meyer was like, hey, screw you, is Gary Meyer goes on vacation, and... Steve Dahl and his wife are trashing Gary Meyer and his bro- and his wife 
all over Chicago radio and people right. air checked it and sent it to Gary Meyer and Gary's like, screw you, we're done. So, right. yeah, I can't believe – that's why I'm like when you say to me that it's the 40th anniversary of Distro, Disco Demolition, my first reaction is, oh, both Steve and Gary going to be there? Because I put money on the – no. Because no. they haven't been in the same – they haven't been in – they haven't been in the same studio in over 40 years, those two. Right. But, I mean, I know yeah. Gary, wasn't Gary Meyer and Rokana thing for a while? Yeah. yeah they were on yeah. LS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then, like I said, you know, uh. Hold on. It's is on, this is, uh, from last month. It's on Feeder's column. White Sox are, is going to celebrate the disco demolition at 40 with Steve Dahl. Oh, okay. So it's only Steve Dahl. Sure. That makes sense. Gary hmm. Meyer wouldn't be interested in that, but Steve Dahl would be. Well, he's going to throw out the well, first pitch and... Wait, wait, well, wait. Wait, stop. I'm sorry. Stop. Steve Dahl's going to throw out the first pitch? Yes. Anybody got odds think... on the fact it's not going to get there? Oh, wait. This was June 13th. Oh, is it June 13th? Did this already happen? I thought this was July 12th. Yeah, well, the okay, end of like it said, happened then. on July 12th, but... They had the thing on June thirteenth. I guess I don't know this. This I might, obviously was went on under the radar. So I don't know. Well, well, that's that's because that's because it's idiotic and really nobody paid no credence. There's a whole I think generation that doesn't even remember it. You know, or well, even yeah, yeah. And then not only that, it's just like uh, just something else I read on social media about the uh, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans Museum closing up. You know, and I'm thinking in my mind, well, we have several uh, generations that have not seen the TV show that don't yeah. know who the heck, who they, who have, don't have an idea who uh, Roy Rogers or Day 11 are in this day and age. And then they're wondering why the museums are closing. Well, we, and we haven't had the bio yet. You know, and so, yeah, yeah. And the bio, and will the biopic even be relevant at this I point? Don't, no. I don't know. Maybe no. on a cable okay. channel, maybe. Right, well. Yeah, but you know, but, but nobody cares about westerns anymore. Nobody cares about, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, what's the last western you've seen in the theater? Let's see. Oh. Uh, the Coen Brothers remake of True Grit. Okay, and is anybody talking about that? Did it become a classic or what? Uh, it got nominated for Academy Award. Okay, so okay, it was one. nominated. It, was, it had a couple of nominations. Yeah, it had a couple of nominations. Oh no, but I'm saying no. But okay, too. so we we were able to pop off one back 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 in the well, 1950s, where like every other TV show was a western, and westerns were being cranked out at an astronomical oh, no, rate. Wait a minute, hold on a second. We had uh, second. Django. Yeah, Django. There you go. Okay. Um, okay. Westworld. Westworld's based on on the old West. Well, it's based on the crazy movie, but that's that's an automated situation well, of Westworld. But it's still that's an automated West. situation. <laughs> it has yeah, there's the robots in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West, but but it's kitty land, a Western kitty land. Yeah. Well, well, okay. You go to that Western kitty land and try not to die. Um. But, True. Yeah. Okay, well, it makes for you're, a great... You're asking me off the top of my head. I'd have to actually go... I mean, I, I don't want to sit there and say Unforgiven, but... Cause well, I that know was there's what? A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be something in between. Uh, well, then there's Tombstone. There was Tombstone, which I thought Tombstone was great. Uh, I like the Wyatt Earp, the, the one with um, the Kevin Costner was a better one. Yeah, though. yeah. Okay, that... okay, then Pale Rider. No, no, then... then... 
than well. Kill Ryder, that was fucking nineteen eighty or something. Yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying. So in the last, so in the last what, maybe twenty, thirty years, other than just what the Coen Brothers did and everything like that. See, the, the no, whole, my problem is, is I'm just trying to. That's my headache. It's like, I'm trying to remember in the last twenty, in, in the last twenty years. I'm trying because off the top of my head, well, no, Armageddon, no, Unforgiven falls in where. Yeah. I think there was like 2000, I want to say. Is it? Is see. it really only 2000? Because uh, I, I put my money on that. Yeah. Uh, well, Unforgiven won everything. I mean, that movie was amazing. No, well, yeah. I mean, you know, look at all the people that was in it. And well, it was pretty, pretty rock hard, solid story. Yeah. Unforgiven so, was 1992. Wow. See, okay. I didn't think it was that late. I didn't. Like, you guys did. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll corrected. Right, so, the duck of death is as good as it's gone. The right, duck of right. death. I mean, like, so well, if you really stop and think about it, Tombstone was in the 90s. Unforgiven was in the 90s. So there was a little bit of a... I think Silverado was also... Silverado, uh, yeah. Well, it was kind of, there was kind of a little resurgence in the 90s. But, you know, in the 2000s and then especially in the 2010s, I mean... I'd have to you know. look. I, I can't imagine that there hasn't been any. It's just I'm not. It's just nothing's clicking. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of throwing that out there because it's kind of like after reading about Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, and I'm just thinking, well, you know, the only time yeah, but I that's remember not even that's not even the same kind of western. Well, that's I mean, he's a country I mean, western singer. That has nothing to do with the. Well, no, no, he's not a singer. He was a he was a movie star. See, there right, you go. But, but he was like the, the he was he was the nineteen thirties nineteen forties nineteen fifties he had a television show he had a recording career uh he uh he had a uh, several local shows I mean you know there's a lot to be said about uh Roy he makes Rogers. a great hamburger well you know well Which and is why the, the Stan and Ollie movie got put put under the rug or whatever didn't get very yeah, high I, I, yeah no because one I, I think I think marketing had a lot to do with that because they showed it in so few theaters because they thought well it's 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 uh, Laurel and Hardy how many people care about Laurel and Hardy anymore uh... how many people know about Laurel and Hardy I know there's those of us that do I get it yeah but, a lot of Millennials but, probably wouldn't know who Stan Laurel on novel or exactly Hardy. because unless they watched their fair share of syndication and or uh got you know binged watched it on YouTube or whatever, I mean it's not something that's actually out there I mean people yeah, okay but by that Stooges then they would know about Laurel and Hardy. Do, well hold on a second do millennials really know would the would millennials and and under really know who the three Stooges are? Anymore. Well, well, because Three Stooges is still out there. Three Stooges is it still is? being shown. Where? Yes. Maybe yes. I'm like on one TV station. Yeah, it's yeah, not like back in late at night. But yeah, well, yeah, well, no, I mean, I need mean, me TV. Uh, does it? I mean, right next to you know Spanguli. But nobody watches and, TV um, anymore. Not a well, lot this of is like true. Not many people watch TV. TV. And that's there. There's there's a there's a word for you. TV, you know, okay, terrestrial television. Well, all temped out. They don't watch it the they way they. They don't watch it the way they. Well, yeah, yes. but they don't watch. Nobody watches television the way they used to anymore because because of the fact there's just so many choices now. And why would you want to watch terrestrial television? It's just like why would anybody uh, want to terrestrial radio? 
What do you, well, you know? hold on a second. There's still, I mean, let's, let's hold off on that. There's still some stuff on, on quote unquote broadcast networks that's actually good TV. It happens. It's just. You know, uh, I know. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I don't think that, I don't think that the masses watch as much broadcast television now as I think they go to, uh, you know, streaming services. Television and, ratings well, have been an overall decline in the last 15 years. That is a well, well, right. They, 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 no, you're right. You're right. And 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 with that, Mike, yeah, I'll take you to that. Yeah. So, Jeff, how is Aladdin? Ah, okay. Sorry, we'll get there. He's, di- he's dying to know. Well, we'll, we'll get there. So, let, <laughs> let me let me say this: If I had never seen the the '90s Robin version, I would be like, "Wow, that was amazing! That was incredible! That was spectacular!" Is it what is it is is Will Smith Robin Williams? No. Does he try to be? No. If anything, the one thing I kind of sit there and think about with Will Smith on it is is I kind of wish Will Smith would have tried to be a little bit more Will Smith than being a little more understated. And, and it's not to say he didn't do stuff, but I think in some ways he was intimidated a little bit by following in Robin Williams' footsteps. Um, as to what he could and could do. I mean, I'm, there was even stories out there about that he didn't necessarily in the beginning know that he wanted to take the role because he's like, uh, I'm not following Robin Williams after that. That's an iconic one. Um, right. And, and, and in fairness, Will, he gives a good performance. Is he Robin Williams? No. Um, is it, is he entertaining? Yeah. Does he, does he stink up to join as a genie? No. Uh, if anything, my one thing I caught was, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more hip hop styling from Will Smith with the genie, especially on some of the musical. There was a little bit there, but not a lot. Um, and I would like to have seen a little. You would have liked um, to have seen him do a little bit more Fresh Prince, you know, Bel Air styling. Yeah, yeah, I think some I, of the I, music that he would have done in the movie. I get it. Right, and I, and I think that might have might have helped. And and I want to be clear about something. Everything I'm saying right now about it, I want to be clear. I liked the movie. I think they okay. did a great job with the movie. I'm okay. saying that I think Will Smith, I think Will Smith was in a situation where this is an iconic role by an iconic person and everybody talks. And I think that he does a good job. I just think like there are ta- there's things that he could have done to make this role bigger but I think that he might have been intimidated. Well, I think, do you think maybe had he tried to bring some of his own personality to the role, do you think maybe people might have thought he was grandstanding and not respecting the role that was recreated well, by uh, I, Robin Williams? I don't think about grandstanding, but I do think I do think there would have been people's reactions who would have been, oh, he's just trying to be like Robin Williams. And I do think people would have looked at him being like, oh, you're just trying to be Robin Williams. And it's like, um. But do you feel that, do you feel that no matter what, uh, Will Smith would have done, he's, was, he was going to be scrutinized by the masses about that anyway, no matter what he did? Yeah. And I think that's part of why, I think that's part of where I sit there and go, he could have done more with this. And I think he went, I think he went with less is more. 
Yeah, he, he didn't knock it out of the park. He wasn't trying to go over the top. He, right. he just tried. He just tried to stay comfortable with it, as far as I mean, you know, he doesn't not, not, he doesn't, not trying to color outside the lines, if, if you will. Well, I mean, and in fairness, the, that that character, the way it's been created, can color it a lot of outside lines. And it's not to say he doesn't color outside lines, but does he really go all the way out there? Uh, to go no. way outside the line. Right, yeah. right. Does he do enough to make you sit there and go, yeah, he's, yeah, he does. Do you feel good about, do you, like, he did a good job with the role. Yeah, I do. Do I feel like he could have done more with it? Yeah, I do. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock him when, you know, exactly the damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. I hate to say it that way. But it's just Let like the scrutiny that Heath Ledger was under when he took on the role of the Joker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although it's funny because Heath Ledger in the end went Now everybody heard Heath Ledger. Well, maybe that just compounded by the fact that he he's, he passed away. Yeah. That, well, although it's funny because Mark Campbell never has – he does like the Joker well, you know, for you, the cartoon. Well, that's different uh, well, then, though. Well, you also yeah. have the you also have the 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 people who tell the story. Oh, you know, Joker. You know, it was Heath Ledger. That's the role that killed him eventually. You know. You yeah. Well, well, they don't know what they're talking know? about. Well, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, being back, to, uh, I thought that the you know they they certainly at times deviate from from the original. I don't have an issue with any of the deviations. I, I think right. you know you're 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 making a, a you're making a live action. And you want to make some. You don't want. Do you really want it to be exactly like what you would watch? Yeah, you want uh, it to be a frame by frame representation. Yeah, I don't. I, I understand. So I'm okay with that. They did add a couple of songs, some new some new songs. One specifically for Jasmine. Um, I will laugh, Mike. You know all the conversations we've had about how. Well, the representation of how to create strong female characters, and we sit there and we say, "Well, why can't? Why does it have to be so ridiculously over the top obvious?" Well, let me tell you something. In this movie, they nail it. Jasmine, they do Jasmine perfectly. They Good. give her a lot more opportunity. They make that character bigger. They definitely make it like she is a hero. And not the, oh, Aladdin is here to save me kind of thing. She definitely has her place in it. And and I feel like she was as powerful, if not more powerful, times than him. And, and, and the actress way, uh, pulled it off? Yeah. And not in a way, by the way, that diminishes Aladdin either. You know? So... But he, he, he made a strong presence... In the in the framework of the movie, whereas in the cartoon, their presence wasn't as strong. Right. Well, um, and, and, you and, know, and, and she compliments Aladdin in addition to being, you know, kind of like uh, subservient to Aladdin. Like, well, in the, the other thing is just it's funny because I really do like, and yet she stands on her own for movie. She does. Uh-huh. She stands. Stand, she stands firmly on her own. Where, quite frankly, you could sit there and go, yeah, you wouldn't need Aladdin. But right. she sees, but they're they're together and that they see each other that way. Versus some of the things we've seen from Disney with, you know, with how sometimes they do things 
lately in Star Wars, and then that one scene in Adventure, it's ridiculously like all Placated, of the women, right? Yeah, and 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 it's funny. I was having a conversation with somebody who a friend of a friend of mine went Avengers, saw that movie, went really, but yet the two people we was with, which was his wife and his daughter, were like, "Yay!" Exactly. And I'm like, wow, really? And he's like, you... <laughs> there is definitely, it, it feels like there's definitely something, I guess there's something to that. But to me, I thought, if anything, the Marvel people and the and, and the Star Wars people should take notes. Jasmine. Because right. so, they, they nailed it. It wasn't really ham-fisted. Um, I thought, overall, I thought it was really good. I liked music. I liked I liked a lot of what they did. Um, I liked, you know, how they made Agrabah look. I liked a lot of those aspects. Uh, if there was one thing I did not like is when you think of the original, the original cartoon, who's the other standout cartoon? Uh, that would be, uh, that would be Iago. Yes. So they make they make a Yago a regular parrot, which is fine. But a Yago talks like a regular. Okay. And so, of course, they didn't have Gilbert Gottfried. Well, they definitely. Well, yeah, they definitely. Now, Alan, uh, look, I'm at IMDb. Alan Tudyk, uh, K2SO, was uh, was Yago. Was he? Well, I didn't even realize that they. I mean, it sounds like they could have been Iago because it was more, it sounded like a real parrot doing things okay. like, ah, uh-oh, uh, you know, uh, that I, kind of okay. thing versus, versus like, look at the me, parrot look at me. I'm so upset, I'm molting, you know. I, I mean, um, just... Yeah, right. That didn't happen. It was more of a naturalized okay. Got it. Par- parrot bird. And to me, I was kind of like, Why? Why? Why not let? Why not let the parrot have? Why couldn't, they, why, why couldn't they just? Why couldn't they just maybe cleverly CGI and have Gilbert Godfrey repri- reprise his role? Well, here's the thing: I you want to make it look like a regular parrot? I don't have a problem with that. My thing was, and that's where it was interesting. Jafar, where he's brooding and mole and doing his thing. I mean, yeah. Ayago is there and he makes comments, but not like it doesn't give. I, I feel like Jafar didn't have enough in the in the live action. Didn't have enough to play off of because right. We all like the 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 happy the go lucky the the minion who's really, like really funny. Right. Well, right. and it's not that he's not. He talks more like a parrot, okay. and he doesn't really talk. Much. It's like they treat they treat him like parrot now. Versus... So there was not a lot of inter- there was not a lot of interaction because you know when you go back to the nineties movie they had a dialogue a dynamic between right. you know they have a di- and Jafar they have a dynamic but it's not a dialogue and and so and because of the fact that they made it natural thing versus it kind of takes away from the right. whole. 
Right. That, that I, you know that he's talking to a parent, you know, right. and that the parent right. is a parent. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's more like the parrot talks because it's like it's trained to talk like a versus yeah, it's trained it's, tra- it's, tra- it's trained to uh, respond to certain stimulus from the owner. Well, it talks a little bit more than stimulus, but it still sounds like that. And and that yeah. and to me that's where I was like missed an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. they even talk about it. They even talk about it in articles where they talk about the original Latin, they talk about the original Latin, where it's like, what in doubt hurt the parrot? You know, do something to the parrot. And that didn't happen either. Um, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, like I said, though, I mean, it was solid. It was, I enjoyed it. I don't know that I, I'm glad I didn't pay dollars for it, but I'm glad I saw it for matinee price. I did you know, that's cool though. I mean, I, now, now because you saw it and you liked it, now I'm a little bit more prone to want to see it myself. I mean, yeah. But then, but then you know, I mean, look what I said about Dumbo. For a while there, right. I was poo pooing on Dumbo, thinking, ah, oh, you know this, ah, oh, no that. But then I went to go see it. I'm like, shit, man. Right. This, and because you saw it, I saw it. By the way, I saw it, and that, and by the way, that was my rationale. Okay, I'll see Aladdin. That was my rationale for seeing Aladdin. Okay, they they hmm. seem to figure out how to do Dumbo, and what I, what's become clear to me is is yeah, it seems like Disney has figured out that these live action pieces that they're doing can't be they can't blow it with it can't no. be something it can't be something people walk away and go oh my god what were they thinking. Okay. Yeah, well, they get well, a lot of, of a lot a lot rides on the original movies when you're trying to make live action film, and then right. you don't want you don't want to replicate it to the point where, well, if you've seen one Disney live action movie, you've seen them all. They don't want that. They want to have something where you could go ahead and you get something more out of the experience, more than the last time that you saw it in the cartoon. Which, of course, hence the fact they gave you a couple extra songs. Well, um, they did different right. dynamics. They did different things in the movie. It was just like Dumbo was only fifty nine minutes long in its original release, but here it is. They managed to put a half an hour. Right, they of added a bunch of they, yeah. They, yeah, which they didn't deter from the. They, they they had the things that was in the original movie, but the stuff that they did add did not take away from the act from the original sensibility of the movie. Which yeah. That was very, that's very fucking clever when you're able to do something like that, you know? Well, like I said, to me, the thing is, is, you know, people, people identify with, this, with the cartoon versions heavily. And so there's, there's a lot of expectation on well, yeah. what these things are going to look like. Are they going to hold up? And I think what Disney has figured out is, yeah, we have to make sure that these hold up to a certain level. Um, right. Otherwise, we're, we're, we're we done. Yeah, we're exactly. Because if they don't hit, yeah, because if they don't hit or surpass that bar in respect, mm-hmm. then all is lost. Because then, right. you know, all it takes is right. Because all it takes is one of them not to hold up. Okay, and I think that right now that's advantage that they're having right now is okay. Beauty and the Beast was. 
Um, the Jungle Book was really good. Yeah, Jungle Book. Jumbo, I love that one. Right. Dumbo has been – I mean all these – they uh, have a track record at this point that these live actions uh, – The have, Pete's have Dragon held. was here and gone. That one really well, didn't right. – yeah. yeah. That's like – But Pete's Dragon in its original release was like that too. It wasn't that great a movie. It's just yeah. like if they did a live action Black Cauldron, I, unless they really – take it to the but they really take it to the limit on that one because the original black cauldron was deemed too dark in in its theatrical release but to try to go ahead and do a live action movie it might work now because a lot of time has passed and not i don't know I, yeah i mean, I, I think yeah. it's funny because the one i what i've heard the last and again don't quote me on this what i well, the one thing i heard was they're talking about a, a live action. They're talking about a, a live act, a live version of her, which I would I would be okay with. Um, I think it's one of those movies that's in their catalog that's vastly underrated. Love the music. Yeah. Um, love the music. The music from it is really good. They got in. I don't know if you're aware of it. They got in through the music. Uh-huh. And it's really, really, it's good. It's fun. Um, it's a fun Yeah, we saw Hercules. Uh, was, we were in Rochester in 97 when we saw Hercules. Yeah, which, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I loved what they did with Hercules. If they do a live-action Hercules, are you kidding? I'd yeah. be there. I probably would have bought the ticket yeah. yesterday. Um, and i got to be honest with you. I think they do a good job. But to answer, to, to finish up real fast, uh, out of five yeah, mans, I gave three and a half. Okay. I get three and a half. I I think it's, I think it's again. My comment to people would be, yeah, I take go take a matinee or a show. Go on on the cheap Tuesday and go see. Um, by the way, I by the next time we do the show, I will have seen Dark Phoenix, so it'll be interesting. Ooh, um, all right, okay. We'll, 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 we'll hold that. We'll hold the Dark Phoenix table for next show. But well, no, we talked a little bit about Dark. Right, we did I did last time. Right, I saw Dark Phoenix. But I saw I got, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, so Ivan and I both you, saw it. So, did you both see it? Okay. Um, yeah. So, Mike, I know you said you saw Toy Story Four. Was it? Yes. Was it? Was it Attack of the Small Children? No, the the audience cooperated. They, I mean, there were did bunch they? Of, there were a bunch of kids in the movie. There was no short. So. Yeah, but there's still lots of trailers for all the other animated films that are coming later this year. Oh, and just before I get into that, um, I guess they've slated Kevin Hart. He's going to be the voice of Mushu the Dragon in the Mulan remake. Is he really? They're not not getting Eddie Murphy. Nope, it will be Kevin Hart. That makes sense. Mm, They want a different take on it, and I I get it. So, well, there's other reasons why you don't want. I think that that's maybe a good idea. But no, Toy Story 4, no, the audience, it was a 7 p.m. Friday night show. So there were, yes, there were lots of kids, but I didn't, we didn't, we had a very cooperative audience. Cool. So I didn't have to worry about the kids making a little bit more noise or whatever. So best movie of the year. So is it? I mean, Tom Hanks talked about he cried when he, like the one scene. Is it really that? Uh, that it's emotional? not as it's not as rip your heart out and stomp and throw it on the floor and stomp it like 
the end of Toy Story 3. But okay. there were definitely feels in this movie, and it's amazing how it's like how many sequels can you say the movie the movies keep getting better, and they know their they know their element, they know their craft. This uh-huh. is Pixar back in its glory days. Okay, and a lot of people saying Toy Story three. The, the, why did the why did they make a Toy Story three? Two was a good ending. No, then then they make Toy Story three, and they said this is the perfect ending for a Toy Story franchise. But no, they do one more. They got one more in their pocket, and this one is a, a an excellent conclusion to the story Toy Story okay. franchise. I don't know if I'd want to see another one, but but man, yeah, they had me. I mean, like the first scene. <laughs> I'm going to maybe have some minor spoilers here. Maybe some That's minor, fine. minor ones. So, no, no, because no, go ahead. The, you, saw, you see in the trailers, you see Bo Peep is back. Mm-hmm. And, I've seen the trailers, yeah. Yes, and in Toy Story 3, there was a, just, the, her, her name was mentioned in passing, you know, how we lost Bo. And we find out how we lost Bo. So then, um, there's a road oh. trip with the... The family and Bonnie, the little girl, and mm-hmm. how her first day of kindergarten, she makes Forky. Yeah. A friend. So, and he's, he's having an existential crisis because. Or spork. A, he was a spork, yeah, but she calls him Forky. But this is <laughs> what, she, yeah, I mean, I, I love this story. It was super great. Loved it. I've been half my life ago. It was 24 years ago in 1995 when I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. Damn. So this was a great journey. I had some friends with me who are lifelong Toy Story fans, and I think one of them is going to need therapy now. Oh, you know who you are. Oh, God. I mean, this was our you, friend, you, you, our you, friend you, Tessman, you, uh, Ivan. You know our friend Tessman. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to need therapy now after this. Uh, but let me tell you, it was, it was. I say, if I gave Endgame four and a half yeah mans, I'd have to give this one five. I mean, best movie of the year. I mean, I love wow. this film. I'm not just saying Maybe. that. I don't know. I'm not just saying they're like kind of a fickle. Like I said the same thing maybe about Incredibles too. But but think it back. No, but you know, I had a few more days to stew on it, and this was still an excellent film. Well, if it stayed with you like that, then yeah, it had to have been a great movie. But it was was so emotionally taxing at the end. I don't know if I want to see it again Uh for a while. (laughs) Because I'm just, we have this much emotional investment in these characters. And that's what we talked about. And I think think that's what they're banking on, Mike and Jeff. But that that, too, the CG keeps getting better. I mean, there's a couple scenes when you're in the antique shop. You forget that it's CG. I mean, it looks right. so real uh. now. I mean, the dust on everything and the, and just the, yeah. Well, but I tell I you, mean, it's just awesome story. Great well, movie. I know. I mean, we've seen a couple of the. We've seen a couple of of, of the of the commercials where there's the two. I can't remember who's playing the two uh, stuffed animals. Where they're pretty, oh, Key and Peel. They're the du- and Peel? Ducky and Bunny. Yeah, where it's the two, infinity, and your mom. And your, yeah, no, and your, my foot. Yeah. Exactly. Then, uh, okay, and then, of does course, it get, the, do they get any, do they get any, does it get funnier than that, or no? 
Oh, no, it gets funny. Actually, there were a lot of great laughs in this movie. Okay. Especially from Keanu Reeves, who plays Duke Kaboom, which is yeah, like a I've Canadian a evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, my question. Um, okay, the two uh, ventriloquist dummies, the brothers, what? That just kind of, when I saw those in the posters and the pictures I've seen, they're kind of creepy, actually. Are they creepy in the movie? They are creepy, yes. And they do not speak. Ooh, that's even more, that's even more leery. All and right. Although, uh, like, like, what you call it, like, uh, Wreck-It Ralph had a villain. But Wreck-It Ralph 2 okay. really did not have a definitive villain. Although uh-huh. this movie kind of does have a villain, but at the end, you know the villain's motivations. Right. And by the end, you're, you're like, sympathizing with uh-huh. the villain. It's not like, those are the best villains who think they're, this is why uh-huh. I'm doing what I'm doing. To fulfill my right. own goals, I don't want. I don't want so, to tell yeah. you guys anything because it's just so great a story. I loved it so. Well, okay, that's good. We'll, we'll but it's great to. One but, last um, question. I'll, I'll let it sit. One last one. One last. Okay, question. why is Bo Peep running around in her underwear? Well, she's lost the the fancy dress. That's all. She's a little yeah, more practical. Lost her sheep. Practical wardrobe. No, she did not lose her sheep. Oh. Okay. Got her sheep. Then that that's all. That's as far as I'm going to take. She's okay. got like a poly I'm, pocket I'm kind of friend with her. So a lot of you know jokes about her being very small. Mm. So it's great. What I'm else? Sorry? Uh, uh, Mel Brooks had a a voice in it. He was like the elephant, I think, in Bonnie's room. He had like two <laughs> oh, lines or something. Really? I was like, yeah, cool. yeah, Mel Brooks, that's cool. But I guess Don Rickles did read get his lines before he passed away. So there was a big dedication oh, to Don Rickles. Oh, what they did? Yeah. What they oh, did? Because so I saw something about. What was that? I saw something about this today. Um, I guess Don Rickles really wanted to be in this movie, but he passed before they started it. Oh. And they were able to piece together enough from his other appearances in Toy Story oh. to actually put him in the movie. Okay, because he is listed on IMDb as as Mr. Potato Head, so. Right. Well. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you know from the miles of the, from the miles and miles of piles of digital i'm sure that you know he's left enough behind you know and right and And obviously this they didn't have much for mercer and mrs potato had to do anyway so yeah he had just a couple lines here and there but i was like oh the guy sounds like because i know don rickles passed away i'm like oh that guy kind of sounds like don rickles like when jim varney passed away because he's slinky the dog they had a guy who just replaced him who was sounded like jim varney so right but anyway so that was a dedication to Don Rickles, and yeah, I just it was great. So, yeah. so beautiful, beautifully shot, and this was like Pixar back when they know what they were doing. Not with, um, although I, yeah, it was just jarring to not have a short. I was looking, you're mentally preparing for like, okay, we'll get a fun little short before the things, but they go right into it. So, because there's been a lot. Of- about them having the shorts for some strange well the whole controversy over coco and the uh the frozen oh short and the uh, the 20 yeah. minute frozen short yeah that was that a misfire yeah. that was I definitely a misfire yeah that that was i still don't understand what the problem was but okay uh, i mean probably I don't know you had to have your, have your kids sit there for over two hours Oh, how dare they sit there for two hours? What the hell? I mean, they watched the event. Well, well, the thing is, too, a lot of people got confused, especially in the Hispanic community, because here it is. They think they're bringing their kid to see Coco, 
and then you've got this Frozen 2 thing going for almost 20 minutes, and they're thinking, did I bring my kid to the wrong movie? What What's going Frozen? on here? Why is this thing so long? Well, you know, I thought and... Frozen was, like, the thing for, like, you know. I thought oh. Frozen was, like, every... It will be again. That's the beauty of it. Oh, God. That's another yeah, well, I'm not getting... I don't know. Frozen 2, just like I didn't visit Frozen 1, so it's like, okay. Oh, I saw Frozen 1. I saw Frozen 1 because I wanted to know what all the hullabaloo was. And? Oh, God. Oh, no, never again. Uh-uh. And now I'm going to uh-uh. have to see Frozen 2 and talk mean, about it? it just to piss off Jeff, I think. Oh, we should go see the So five out of five, yeah, man's for Toy Story Four. Go see it. Yes, yes, go yeah, see it. Frozen Two, Electric. Frozen Two. I don't know. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. That's good. <laughs> I can just see. Uh, I can just see some of these characters, you know, break dancing and hip hopping. Yeah. Gonna be like dark and gritty <laughs> and uh, 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 a dismal adventure and 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 serious and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they set the snowman on fire and watch him melt, and everybody laughs. Hey, did you? Um, I don't know if you caught this today. Um, so the guy who did Ragnarok, what's his name? I can't remember. Taika Waititi. Yeah, I guess Disney and Fox are talking to him about doing Flash Gordon. I see it. It could be good. And, he's he's and, he. And, and they're talking, and he's talking about wanting to do it as an anime. Sure. Wait a minute. I think I saw a picture of that on social media. Jim they were posted. Yeah, about. Jeff probably posted it. So maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't read the article. Again. But yeah, I, I I gotta be honest with you. There's a part of me where I'm like, I definitely would like to see Flash Gordon back again. Uh, an animated would be really interesting. That that might be a really cool idea. Especially, you know, if they really, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm curious. And the other thing, timing's interesting, too, because, you know, pe- like people will sit there and say, well, oh, okay, well, what are you going to do about the fact that you're going to use the Queen music? You can. Not only can you use the Queen music, but they're touring with Adam Lambert, so maybe they can make new stuff. Or maybe they could re-record a few things and freshen things up and make it more current. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I don't know. Go ahead. I, mean, I was. Well, okay. You know, speaking of music, just kind of interjecting something just off the side side of the wall here. Yeah, the Cybertronics are going to be uh, going to be appearing over at Beat Kitchen in Chicago on August second. The Tickets what? Are available now. Who? The Cybertronics. Okay. A band. Okay. Okay. Let me let me elucidate. This is a band that dresses all like transformers. Oh, you mean the Cybertronic Spree? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I know that. Oh. They've done. Yes, they. they yeah, they. Yeah, they're, 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 they're going to be at Beach Kitchen on August second, and the tickets oh. just went on sale oh. today. Okay. They're doing a uh, they're doing a tour of the Midwest. All right, that's good. Cool for them. Yeah, they yeah, did. Uh, I they, they their, to see it. Their cover of the immigrant song. Uh, went viral on YouTube and and social media. But she's a good singer. Yeah, yeah the the lead singer who dressed it up as uh, RC. One... So, okay, cool. Cybertronic cool. so, yeah, like go... yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, that I might want to go see that show, and then just you know, on our next, uh, you know, around the time that our next um, 
course, to the round table so I can get, you know, give you the interview on that. Unless, of course, you guys want to join me. Now, I will be out of town August 2nd. Oh, where are you going? Out of town. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm visiting my uncle in Pennsylvania, so I won't be in town. Aha. Okay. I was like, oh, oh where are you going? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm, that's why I, mean, I won't be in. Uh, I won't be. I won't be able to make it, Ivan. Sit there, pick on me here. Um, yeah, you're, we need to pick <laughs> on somebody. No, well, let's pick on Jeff. Yeah, good yeah. idea. No, just yeah, <laughs> we'll get him. Uh, sure anyway, could. I'm sure you could. Okay, now, now getting back to the original point. I digress. We digress. You, if Taika Waititi like... uh, to direct an animated Flash Gordon, sure, I'm all for it. He did good for Ragnarok. Yeah. Better and had a good, like, Cosmic then. Marvel vibe, so he'd be perfect for that, I think. Well, it'd be interesting. I don't know why I keep feeling like if they're going to do, like, an anime, it's like, like, doing, like, a PG-13 version of, like, a heavy metal kind of feel to it. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, like, maybe, I, like, the crappy rotoscoped kind of heavy metal, but, but <laughs> more of a stylized <laughs> CG, maybe? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... Not I mean, Metal Two Thousand, uh, you know. Well, okay. Here's 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 the bet. Are they gonna? Do you think they're gonna go CGI on this thing, or do you think they're gonna do actual? You know, of course it's gonna be CGI, uh, Evan. Nobody, they're not gonna draw, pick, break out the pencils and paper, and make it cell drawn. You know, so you don't think they're gonna do the everything's the on regular computers animation now, Ivan. No, it's Okay, well, here's well, here's another thing that kind of gets me, too, speaking of movies. kind of gets you? Uh, okay. What kind of gets uh, you? You know that the Trolls, uh, you know, has yeah, got Yeah, the Trolls are making movie. a sequel. Ugh. Yes, and, okay, my question is, why is it that the rock thing is always the bad guy? There's always the bad music in so many different things. I mean, first off, it just, it just kind of looks to me like a whole nother Avengers styling that they got. Our ancestors created six strings for six different kinds of music. Oh, no. And the bad guys okay. trying to assemble the six strings. Oh, yes. no. for on, the, on, on, this, on this musical liar, L-Y-R-E. And there are different you know, the colors of the rainbow. It looks like a Torah, and he's got this map all out. And, of course, the six strings, pop. Techno, <laughs> country, uh, you know, and then of course at the end, and rock. And then of course the, the, the character who does the, the rock troll, plus of course, uh, a hip hop troll. They got a, a hip hop troll who's all made out of glitter, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to be seeing that. Ivan. I didn't see the first yeah. trolls. It's such yeah. a total ripoff of of Avengers. It, it's it's almost it's almost alarming. I, I have a better question. Why were what? you watching the preview for Trolls? Trolls. Well, too. I mean, you can't, you can't you can't avoid you know commercials coming on social media. So you, you know can you scroll by. Well, it, it, it intrigued me because I'm just like I hear this. I hear you know uh, Ozzy Osbourne. You know, on a guitar, and I'm like, oh, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm thinking I'm gonna watch a a clip, and then I turn, and here's this little, you know, troll all dressed in black with with lace stocking with 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 net fishnet stockings, and and then you know, 
I'm going to destroy all music except rock. You know, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and then I was reading the commentary underneath the, the postings, and I'm just like, everybody's just like, you know, taking this thing apart. It's a ripoff of Avengers. All right, the six strings, the six infinity stones, and all this other yeah. shit. Well, like, yeah, oh, I'm not, not going to be seeing let me it. Give you a, let me give those people a hint. If your four-year-old wants to see it, guess what? You're going. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, that's the part I laugh about is they're all complaining about it. But if your five year your your little your little kid wants to go, your ass is there. That's and then, all there is to it. That's all there is to it. You're right about that. And the thing about it is, you know, having the rock, you know, the rock genre be the bad genre. But yet you're listening to the pop, which is auto-tuned, and you're listening to the techno, which is auto-tuned. Oh yeah, they put the country uh, troll in a in a in, in a in a um, not even in a in a modern country context, almost like going back to you know Yodelehihu, you know Appalachia, right? <laughs> the country bumpkins, right? Yes. Why are we continuing? We get it. You're not gonna see the fucking movie. (laughs) I'm not gonna see the fucking movie. I'm just perplexed at the fact that how could they have come up with this? Is is it's beyond me, you know? The fun guys. Because you have what they do with the fun guys. Atomic dogs. Wow, 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 you feel I'm like, really people? Seriously? How old are the people who watch trolls? They're children. Right. I, yes. And I look at this and I'm like, we're dumbing down our kids. Oh, boy. Well, why? It's just another movie that's going to be a box office flop and it'll be on the DVD in a month and a half or don't matter. Right. So, yeah, for the $2, for the $2 bin. I had to see Toy Story 4. I had to see all these animated trailers. I, they're making another freaking Angry Birds movie. That, why? Made, that movie made money. I guess it, it did, not. but... That why? Movie, I heard it wasn't actually all that bad. I haven't seen it, but I heard people say it wasn't I bad. I haven't seen it. Well, and good I luck. You're in luck. You're getting, there's going to be another one. <laughs> so. oh, I don't really want to see. Really, that's on that list right with Fortune 2. Movies I'm not gonna plan on seeing. I'm never gonna fucking see, right? So that's well, it. At least with just, Toy Story I 4, just, now I'm done for a while. Oh, and, no, uh, Jeff, I guess real quick, I guess you get your chance. Are you, are you gonna go see Endgame one more time with the extended footage? Yes. Alright, I'm not doing it. Yes, that's the plan. No, I said, that's why he's asking you if you want to go with Mike, because he my, wants to go see it again. My bladder is done. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I'll wait for the DVD in two months. Well, but here's the difference. <laughs> this time I know where all the where I can walk out in the middle. True. <laughs> True. Unlike last time. Unlike last time, we were like, where, when can I pee? Oh, now you know. Pee? Okay, now I can pee. I got it. Yes, exactly. I, I mean, and you get up. No, no, I can't go yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely. Now you. Oh, yeah. I can no, I saw it now, three but... times in the theater. I'm done. I'm... Yeah. No, I understand. I'll wait for the extended. This would be this would be my second screening. Um. And that, that'll do it. You're not done going to the movies for the summer, sir. Oh, really? No, you're not. Oh, I got to see Spider-Man. That's in what? a week. Damn. 
Right. What? You're not done. Then you're no. done. Then Maybe. I'm done. Then I'll be done. I gotta tell Then you're done. Spider-Man's I, coming. Spider-Man They're saying coming. some huge spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home, so. Did you hear about where all the, did you hear about the people in Britain who were mad because, uh, I guess Tom Holland went on the Graham Norton show and was talking about how in Endgame, and, and yeah, by the way, recently, when I say recently, like within like the last week, apparently Tom Holland went on there and was, you know, he has to get over the death of Iron Man. And there are people who are upset because they're like, you spoiled Endgame for me. It's, but you haven't gotten to see it in months. Where are you living under a It's been rock? out in Britain for how long? It's like, you know what? If it takes you to see it, stop it. Just stop it. And there are people complaining. I mean, people literally complaining about... People complain uh, about everything, so it not matter. So. Well, the only other thing was... Uh, this was the other thing that came out, that was been out, which is... Um, I, get the, I guess the Warshawski are, are going to do a, a Matrix... And it looks like Michael B. Jordan is going to be the main star. Okay. So, um, I'm okay with this. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. I, 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 here's the only thing I would say is, if you're bringing in Michael B. Jordan, is it really only going to be one movie? Because I don't think it is. No, it's going to be two. Well, I don't know. I was... Maybe three. I never gave a shit about The Matrix. You know... The, the two movies afterwards were not very good. Yeah. They they were not very good. The first one, it grew on me. Um, and, and part of the reason why I think... I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, I understand like every, the sci-fi concept of it, but it's like, all right, eh, no, I don't... Nah. You know what the other problem is? After that, every movie copied, like, every Matrix fight scene. Right, and like the bullet time and all that. It almost became it almost became the butt end of a running visual joke. Yeah, it was. Like you know, like I still remember like watching Charlie's Angel and they're like like Matrix shit, and I'm like, why? It's Charlie's Angels. Why does it gotta look like the Matrix? What is this? Yeah, well, you know how many times you know how many times everybody's filmed that bending all the way back and letting the bullet pass them by in slow motion bit. Yeah, but really? some of them have legitimately done it for legitimate things, not like as a joke, which is what it should be by that by that point. Hmm. It's like, oh god. Okay, yeah. but you know. Hmm. No, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, like I said, I, I I'm a he he's a good actor. I'm curious to see what if they really have something together to to, to bring back the Matrix. Um, I'm not against it. Uh, so that'd be interesting. That'd be good for the fans of the franchise, but it's not for me. Nah, me neither. Like I said, I feel like they kind of after the movie, after the movie made like a left turn. Since I saw the second movie, I'm like, I guess I'll see the. Um, no. But yeah, okay. you know, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on some regards. I just think that that's. A... Forgive me. Let me put it to you this way. If you ask me what I'd rather see, another Matrix or Avatar, I want to see another Matrix movie. Yeah, screw Avatar. Yeah, and and the worst part is we're going to have to spend every other winter dealing with another Avatar movie now. 
I know. That's the plan. The plan is Star Wars movie, Avatar movie, Star Wars movie, Avatar movie, yeah. Star Wars movie, Avatar movie. Like, oh, God. So they're going to scatter them like that? Is yeah. that you get actually you get attendance to for these movies? I don't know. I mean, no, I mean, in terms of, like, like the first year would be a Star Wars movie. Like, this year's a Star Wars movie. And then, in theory, next year would be... Well, I I think they're taking a couple of years off this, but, like, when it starts up again, it would be, like, there's a Star Wars and then there would be... The next year would be an Avatar instead. And then the next year would be Star Wars, and then you'd have a year off from Avatar, and then there would be another Avatar movie the next following year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I... It, 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 okay, not waiting. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah, no, I'm with you guys, which is like, it's like, okay, I don't. I'm not feeling that. James Cameron's waiting for 5K. <sighs> waiting for 3D and all that. Waiting for the yeah. technology to be so awesome. Nope. Yeah. Sorry, I don't care. I'm I saw Avatar for, once for... in the theater back in the day, and I'm like, that's enough. I'm yeah. done. I was really not impressed. As everybody else was, uh, you know. Now, if if the damn cat creatures came out and smacked me across the face with something, if you had that kind of 3D, okay, interested. But that that doesn't exist. So, you know. But well, thank God it doesn't, because then I'd have to fight a cat creature. <laughs> the blue smooth people. Know. Yeah, no, you'd be yeah, he'd be a blue smooth. That's. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, I so, mean, it's... well, so I suppose that'll do it. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then till. Uh, Ivan, you got you anything just... going on this week? Who me? Yes, no, you, the Ivan. Ivan. The other Ivan. Okay. The well, other. no, it's because you blanked out. I didn't hear you. Who you okay. were talking to. Okay. Um. Well, this week. Uh. No, it's going to be actually a kind of a mellow week this week. The only thing I'm doing is uh, my usual gig at the Electric Jungle. Uh, and then, um, yeah, really nothing until Saturday when I uh, go do a, uh, a a wedding reception over at Loyola University, which that's going to be fun and very financially gratifying. Wow. And, uh, and then... Uh, and then uh, let me see. I mean, anybody got plans for Fourth of July? I mean, are there any Fourth of July plans formulating right now? Nope. Not yet. I'm. I work on the Fourth of July because I take Labor Day off. Uh, so yeah, I gotta work this Fourth. Okay. I don't care. Not doing any big anything for special. But just Tuesday, July two, the day after we record mm-hmm. next week's show, I'll be seeing Spider Man. Ah. Yeah, I gotta see if I, when I'm gonna. But um, I mean, yeah, but I by got, the time we do, by the time we do our next show, I will have seen Jennifer. Okay, there you so, go. Uh, I she's in town at the United Three Nights, and uh, believe it or not, my mom wanted to. Like, okay, I, okay, to, please, please, please twist my arms to go J Lo. Well, tell Jenny from the block uh, <laughs> we're on YouTube, and yeah, really, I don't think I'm gonna get that close, Mike. Yeah. We're on anchor, J Lo. We're on anchor. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know she's, I know her butt's pretty big, but we're not going to get that close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel bad. Goodness. I'm missing the uh, the strings attached tour from Weird Al. 
Oh, man. Eh. You're not going? No, I'm not going to go. It's an outdoor venue this year, and I've I've had a family member go to Ravinia, and they and she talked to the general manager, and she said this has been a bad year for Ravinia because of so much rain and cold we've had this year. Yeah, and Ravinia is such a. I mean, it's a decent venue. It's like oh, it's God. a decent venue if you're watching uh, orchestra music. It's a decent venue uh, for like intimate artistry, like you know mm-hmm. trios yeah. and yeah. It'd be nice to yeah, just to get a cheap uh, lawn seat, what? but. Yeah, I'd rather just... Hello? Uh, yeah, hello. Okay. We're playing the hello game. All right, Mike, tell us how... We are on hello? Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on social media, obviously, that uh, Facebook thingy. That's where we get all our, uh, some some of our nerdy articles and, of course, uh, some funny news stories from Scott. Shout out to Scott. And he'll, you'll be hearing lots of his content from... Our news of the squared later in the week. We appreciate you listening. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll know when new episodes drop. And of course, we have the email as well. You can drop us a line there. SOTRTpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Podbean and Anchor. Download the free apps and you can listen wherever your mobile device will take you. So with that, I guess we're done. We out. So thanks for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. There we you go. Jeff and Ivan. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Thanks for stopping in.